0: Welcome back to the official Sammy Bowl podcast. Please welcome your hosts Byron, Milkman, and T Coke.
1: boys! Welcome back to the Sammy Bowl podcast where salt, bacon, and cream pies are all on the shopping list this week. Boys, we're back! Oh yes,
2: as the dog is going nuts, he's happy we're back too boys, he is happy back, he's happy we're back too, uh, survived the weekend, the only thing that was getting me up is uh, looking forward to this podcast, so great to be back.
3: Hey, I'm as excited as Leo, he was very up and about, I'm pretty up and about after my first win for the season, so yeah, great to be back again.
1: That's uh, one win for the podcast host and that's about where we stand at the minute, we've got Two of the uh, podcasters sitting on the bottom of the table. So, um,
3: I think uh, all yeah. three of the podcasters on the bottom yeah, of the table, actually.
1: <laughs> we're, we're the bottom three, I reckon. <laughs> These are pretty good experts in the field. Well, you all know the run sheet by now. So, let's get that American bloke back out who's pushing me out of a job and kick us off. <laughs> All right, let's take a look at our players, duds and surprise of the week. We'll start first with you, T-Bone, and we'll go down the player of the week.
2: Uh, Josh Jacobs for me, 28 carries, 6 targets. That is just an enormous workload that he had this past week. Um, 114 rushing yards, 2 touchdowns, 30 receiving yards, so a massive, massive score for him. He scored his first two touchdowns of the year and he broke through that uh, 70-yard barrier for the first time and instrumental in leading his side to a win. So I haven't seen a lot of running backs get, you know, 30-carry workload in a long or little while, but Josh Jacobs for me.
3: That was better than your last week's call anyway, Timo.
2: Uh, I thought I might actually need to make a a sensible call rather than someone who got 25 receiving yards and one touchdown (laughs) as the, you know, most influential player of the week. But, yeah, hopefully it made sense. Hopefully the, the maths are happy.
1: No, I like it, team. I'm going on a limb. We don't just need to recite the number one score each week. So I like that you're going a bit left field. Um, talking of left field, my player of the week, I'm going to play a guessing game here. He's a big, hard, stiff type of operator. He hasn't cocked up the start of the season like everyone thought. He's not looking like an old fella. He wasn't drafted by the bonus. He gets NDC excited. They may erect a statue of him in Cleveland. Works <laughs> in tandem with the Kareem Pie. That's right. Oh, I wonder who this could be. Oi. It's Nick Chubb. Oh. I hope those eight eggplant references were appreciated by <laughs> all.
4: I'm not sure
3: anyone would have got that. <laughs> Very tough. <laughs> yeah
1: so chubbs has been absolutely dominant for uh, mdc a lot of people weren't sure about his pickup hey, um, especially in ppr but um he's proven us all wrong and just absolute solid performer without watson as well at the helm he's going to continue to keep going so he deserves it Willie, what do you have
3: uh my player of the week is tj hawkinson he had a game for the ages 179 yards Two touchdowns and a two-point conversion just to cap it off, giving him thirty-five point nine points. That's the uh, sixth highest half PPR score PPR score for a tight end of all time, which is uh, very impressive, I must say. Or is even more impressive, he was that he scored thirty-three uh, percent of the pig's points, which is also thirty-two point nine points more than his opponents' highly drafted tight ends. Basically, won pig the game swing handily and. Yeah, T Bone. If you're going to pick a tight end to be a player of the week, it may as well be someone like Hawkinson, not bloody Go Dirt. Hey,
2: it's easy to pick players with high scores. Willie, come on. Yeah,
3: that is true. The sixth highest score of all time probably deserved a player of the week. But yeah, that I think that leads right into your Dud of the Week, T Bone.
2: Yeah, Dud of the week, and or has has not been good this year at all. Kyle Pitts, um, he could almost be Dud of the year at the Dud of the year at the moment. One I think it's four. actually his second out of the week pick, I reckon. Ooh. Yeah, he has been. He has been. I think you have him week one or week two? I think do you have him, Woolley? Go ahead.
3: Yeah, I, I did. I called him Carl Shits at some point.
2: Yeah. <laughs> one for four for twenty five yards. And you know what's concerning for this week for Nancaro is he only played sixty two percent of the snaps. Mariota has looked absolutely awful. So look. There's question marks here around what the Froffies are going to do. Does he cut his losses? There's like, that many other tight ends outscoring him every week. It's almost like you have to stick with him because it's Carl Pitts, but it's oh, it's a tough, tough position, and I don't want to be in it, but Carl Pitts, dud of the week.
1: I think you've got to stick with him. Tight ends, unless you have um, Andrews or Kelsey, it's honestly, it's a yeah, frustrating game. Yeah,
2: you know, you've got to stick with him, but look at the scores. He's not involved in the game, and he's putting up twos.
3: Yeah, he'll pop off for like 30 points this week, but just that that's our kind of track record with dud of the week.
1: Mm. All right, um, you go ahead. Mine is, this is a bit of a consistent, consistent, not dud, but just average. So Najee Harris, I didn't think I'd see you here, but I just think for a number one draft pick, four weeks of mediocre performances and running on an average below four yards of carry, isn't quite what you yeah, want for a workhorse like him. He's just been accumulating week after week into this kind of dud, you know, 9s, 10s, 11s kind of scores. So, yeah, I'm just not impressed by him. I expected a bit more. Um, so, Najee Harris, you got pied. That is a
2: good-looking cream pie.
1: <laughs>
2: oh, dear. <laughs>
3: That can be our most played oh, sound man. on uh, this oh, by the end of the year. Oh, I'd say so. I think
2: we need a, someone needs to do a counter. Greg, can you do a counter of it and see, work out how many times we play it, please? <laughs>
3: uh, yeah. I'll do my dud. I have someone on my team, buddy Jonathan Taylor, two point eight points from the number one pick, who's supposed to carry my team. It's just, just not good enough, JT. What was that? Uh, how many carries did he have, T Bone?
2: Twenty had 20 carries and didn't get anywhere.
3: 20 carries for 40 yards or something, I think. That that offense, buddy, stinks. But on that note, I think since week one where he's actually very good, he's had 50 carries for 167 yards and five receptions for 30 yards with no touchdowns. What sort of number one pick does that? And that's absolutely atrocious. Looks like a shell of a man who carried the pig to the grand final last season. Yeah, he's just uh, not really helping me out. But anyway, I didn't need him this week. Anyway, here's a question. Here's a, yeah, that buddy, curse the number one pick. Question for the pod, just quickly. Mm. Who would you rather have rest of season? Oh, Jonathan Taylor or Nick Chubb?
1: Ooh, T, you go first. Oh, I think
2: just based on output, currently, you've got to go Chubb. But I know JT was, they're pretty average the first half of last year. And he put up some massive numbers in the second half. So, But I think the way he's gone, Matt Ryan doesn't look good. The offense overall doesn't look that great. I'm, I'll take Chubb.
1: I'm going to go JT. He's number one pick. He's, he's a great football player. He'll get better. Chubb's still going to be really good. I don't doubt that. But JT, it's got to give soon. And if he isn't as injured as they say, then get him through and he'll, yeah. he'll start pumping it out
3: interesting we'll see who's right hopefully uh henny's right uh have a bet on this one hen <laughs>
1: What's that? Uh,
3: maybe later we should
2: have a bet. i oh, do that we'll take this offline i might have a bet as to who's going to outscore the other person for the rest of the year
3: yeah we should have thought up of a uh we, should, we need to have like a little standing bet arrangement that we can just little punishment for the little bets we'll think of one later anyway go on to your surprise t-bone
2: oh uh, look there are a lot of surprises for me over the weekend um a lot of surprises um, the score in the Seahawks-Lions game definitely surprised me. That was ridiculous. Uh, 48-45. Um, question for you, though. Oh, question without notice. Love Jared it. Goff. Oh, boy. He actually doesn't look that bad um, at the moment. So we'll see what happens. But Clyde edwards like hilaire is, is there a
3: question in there, team? <laughs> so, Brian, I'm do no, to sorry. understand what
2: a question is, and that's not what. <laughs> just. It's just more mindless rambling. We'll come to the question when uh, it gets to my team. Clyde Clyde Edwards-Hilaire surprised me this week. Um, And when I miss him, and it's, look, relatively often, I miss him by a long way. Um, There's a fair bit of theme here, and it's me just playing players into form. So um, I know you didn't accept this bet, Alfie, but, look, I would like to recite you this poem. Oh, here we go. My dearest Thomas, I couldn't bear to break this promise. <coughs> Some might say you're a coward. Why didn't you draft Jordan Howard? A plus 14 and 0, welcome to the show. What a week by Clyde Edwards Hilaire. My trophy cabinet is bare. <laughs> Fantasy football <laughs> is like chasing perfection. I hope I don't get an ear infection. <sighs>
1: <laughs> Very good uh, team
2: Not bad, not bad Alright, that's, that's me and I'm just going to go crawl into a pit of embarrassment Now, who have you got in?
1: <laughs> um, I've kind of Gone to a team That surprised me And that's MDC The QB killer started with 2.4 from his QB Game number one, cedar I'm looking directly at you if you're telling me in a 10-man league that you your opposing QB gets 2.4 and he can't get the chocolates, oh, boy, that is bad. Because even I'm surprised that MDC got the win. With that start, oh, boy, this team clearly plays for its coach. MDC kills QBs, still gets those needed TDs. That's how you run, T-Bone. Boom. Boom. <laughs> uh... What you
3: that got? Was, that was good. You were very chirpy early on in the week after the first game, T Bone. Thought you had the win wrapped up.
2: I'd already popped the champagne. The court <laughs> was swiftly um, jammed back. It was
3: uh, my surprise of the week. Also, a coach in the league. My surprise is Cutler Froffy's Nannis. His uh, scoring has been a bit like a yo-yo. His scores have gone. He's got the week one lower score, week two higher score, week three higher score. Week four, lower score. Well, up and down. Still got the most points for, but it's somehow he's uh, got two lower scores of the round. That's uh, That stat's courtesy of a friend of the pod. Sometimes he's friend of the pod, Tom Alfred. But yeah, luckily uh, we can depend on the arrow, unlike the performance of his team. I think he, to be fair, he's kind of, team's just going up and down on the uh, Lamar wave, but I guess that's not really a bad place to be. Just had a bit of a down week this week. Anyway, I think uh, that's time to move on to our uh, next segment.
1: All right, let's recap all of the matches this week and we'll start with our first intrapod rivalry. Um Korean Pies versus I don't even know your team name anymore, Willie. Same too with Russell Wilson being a spud. So um do you want to kick us off and then I'll come in with my two cents after?
3: Yeah, my uh my team name is worse than Russell Sprouts, but uh not this week. Old Russ was cooking. He must have cooked up some delicious sprouts. But, yeah, finally, thank God, finally got the win. Otherwise, I was going to quit the pod. I couldn't be, uh, couldn't be win-, win this for the whole year. But, yeah, as I said, Russ well, he dominated 26 points. T-Bone was very, extremely impressed with Russ. But, uh, yeah, I guess all it took was the sacrifice of Javante's ACL. Sorry, Canadians. But, yeah, that uh, really got him going. got him with a rushing touchdown to top, uh, cap it off uh also the positives for me uh jamal williams 69 fab good little number and uh he got scored scored 23 for me which was huge imagine how many points deandre swift would have scored though if he was healthy and that's been uh, my mvp pick has uh, not really panned out but he's been injured yeah apart from that though the rest of my team's pretty average jt still massive issue as we said but yeah and i can't pick a defense for the laugh of me but enough to get the win this week unfortunately it was over you hen what happened mm-hmm. what went wrong with you
1: Well, I can give out a cream pie, but is there anything better than your own your own cream pie? (laughs) (laughs) Now, that's an always sunny Philadelphia reference, season eight, I think. Quality show. Um, That's a shout out to one of the best comedies ever. But um, I digress. It was won and lost behind Senes. Russell gets twenty six. Hertz gets fifteen. Normally, the roles were reversed for the first three rounds. 10 points difference. So that's where I was won and lost. Um, I'm not happy about it. I'm, I've looked up and down at my team. Um, one and three doesn't sit well. I never start strong in this league and always come late. Um, but, yeah, I've sent many inboxes to coaches about trades.
4: Really? And changes we Have made.
1: Have many. If you haven't got yeah. a knock-knock from Kareem Pies about a potential trade. One, I either don't respect your team or <laughs> I just don't believe you'll trade. So if you've heard something, there's respect there and um, let's shake it up. I am willing to make changes. I've got my pick three and four on the pine this week. I'm just willing to shake it up. So, you know, it's not one of the start of the season what you do in between and I'm ready to ramp that up right now. So hopefully I can bounce back. All right, T-Bone, you covered yourself, and MDC's match.
2: Yeah, I just want to say that was
1: like the um,
2: ultimate reverse little dig at me there, Hen, because I certainly have not got a message from you. You (laughs) You are notoriously
3: hard to trade with, T-Bone.
2: Oh, boy. I thought this pod was going to take a sickening turn through that little monologue there as well, but luckily we avoided that, which is good. Anyway, um, so this is another case, another very unimpressive game, this one really um not a lot to write home about except basically you know justin jefferson uh picked up the piece of mark set mark's team and just carried them over the line effectively um kelsey also chipping in there too 147 yards and a td for jj which is massive um he actually lined up in the backfield a couple of times and that pretty sure touchdown t- was- yeah you yeah his touchdown was a rushing touchdown
3: yeah I- i've actually seen yeah. it but <laughs>
2: interesting no, I did not see it either, but you know what? I did, I did actually like stay talking... out. Well, I was going to say, right. there's nothing like talking about something you haven't watched or seen, so <laughs> we'll see how it goes. Um, Kelsey solid again, 9 for 10, 92 yards TD. Um, you know what you're going to get with Kelsey. There were question marks around at the start of the year being age, but he has delivered so far this year for MDC. Um, Metcalf, good as well, solid without being overly impressive. Yeah. Um, that shootout at Detroit, you know, really benefited him with 149 yards and, um, look, recovered really well after Tua's injury and uh, just really, really average for me is basically all I can say. Um, question for you two, though, and I was must, misread my run sheet, not going to lie. Um, <laughs> is this actually have a question not, this time, Tee? But... Yeah, actual question. Do you think Goff is a legitimate RB1 for the rest of the year? Detroit's got the number one offense in the NFL at the moment. They also have the number one, de- uh, sorry, the the worst defense in the NFL. That
3: is a recipe for some big points. I am starting to believe in Goff. I, I kind of wish you dropped him. He actually looks like well, like I'm, he's not a great quarterback. Let's be honest, but he's putting up some points and doing enough times. Is he going to start him over Herbert, Tebow?
2: I may do. Look, we've only got the number one defence. So the worst defence and the number one offence in a competition. And that's just the recipe for heaps and heaps of fantasy points. So we'll see. There may be some hard decisions uh, being made at the end of the year. Anyway, Alfie and the Canadians uh, from you,
1: Henry. Um, yeah, well, just answering your Goff uh, question, maybe uh, put your money where your mouth is and trade Herbert. I'm sure there's gonna be many suitors for big Justin services.
2: Um, yeah, i tell you, and, you what,
3: I could use a quarterback.
1: Just make me an offer I can't refuse, gentlemen. You
2: know what I need? Look at my team. It's terrible.
1: All right, moving to Alfie versus the Canadians, and oh, boy, A-plus is giving all the haters a bit of taste in their mouth, including, including your favorite podcaster. I told him it was going to be – he was a couple of points shy of being zero and three but he's serving it back to anyone that dares. Come at him. Now, this man is dialed in this year. There's something different. He can sense it. Everyone is kind of fearing the potential of seeing this man with both the minor premiership belt and the semi-bowl championship. He's got the misses listening to the podcast in case he misses any important update or piece of info. <laughs> he is not concerning himself with the childish propositions presented to him by T Bon. He firmly chose not to write literature for a bunch of middle-aged men who don't even know the difference between a haiku and an acrostic poem. <laughs> 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 In fairness to the great man, we didn't need to hear the poem see. but just kidding, we loved it so we loved it. But Alfie's just here. He's here to play, he's very serious, and um, yeah, he wants it. I can sense it. The Maples, though. Losing Javante really hurts, but it may be the best thing because one thing about them this year is they're leaving a lot of points on the bench. So with an injury, forces you to play people. What so is Mal that? What, will...
3: What's Clarkie been calling? The bench burn. I think he's been trying to make that a make that a thing, but it's just them bench burn. Yeah, the
1: bench burn. Yeah, they're they're burning points, burning points. So Sanders scoring that score on field probably gets him the winner. Oh, I think they need a few more, actually. But it'll force them to put their best players on the field and maximise their potential. This is two losses in a row. I'm not worried yet. But something to note, they came out strong, and are they just falling away here? And just on a side note, can we commit to a Canadian draft next year?
3: A Canadian in-person draft?
1: Yes, realistically, <laughs> oh. who would do it?
3: Yeah. that would be, uh, that would be oh. the best thing ever. I could, I'd love to do it.
1: It would be good. I'd it do it. It would be awesome.
3: T Bone, are you in for a... it?
1: Oh, would,
2: I would, I would be in, I might need to, uh, make some deals somehow.
3: You could bring out, you could bring little T-bone.
2: <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. Oh, that'd be wonderful. <laughs> the league initiation. Yeah. There's teaching how to beat you guys at fantasy. From
3: the uh, age, he won't be learning from or you. Not, man, no, that's, you for
0: know, sure. that's what I was going to say. It's it's
1: the <laughs> <run>. <laughs> All right, let's move to our uh, third game: um, T star star Skinny Seaman. Seaman, skinny Seaman, Mancy <laughs> Medal.
3: <laughs> Skinny's just got so many names there <laughs> oh, Anyway, what geez. what a game for the Mancy Medal! Very fitting, prestigious medal. Tislav came out with a victory, 137 to 127. High scoring affair. Yeah, real good. I guess uh, what we call the old Tom Alford stitch up this year, the seaman scored the third highest points and lost. That's just always a classic one. Yeah, according to the, uh, I got some mail from the pig. Apparently, if he spent less time being whipped and more time on his fantasy team, he probably would have won. I'm not sure about that uh, name change in the group from the (laughs) old pig, but that's very, very aggressive. Anyway. We'll move on from that one. <laughs> we can't, uh, don't want to say that on the pod. We'd get banned. Uh, heroes for T-Slav were Josh Jacobs, 32 points. Massive as T-Bone's already gone through. T-Higgins with 22. Is T-Higgins better than Jamar Chase now? That is a interesting question. Uh, I honestly think he might be. He's out, definitely outproducing. He Maybe, what do you think, T-Bone?
2: I was going to say, teams seems to be more involved in the passing game. So, he is. yeah, looks like it.
3: And, yeah, the 49ers' defense got 22 as well in that uh, great come-from-behind victory on the Tuesday. It's Nothing better than beating the uh, come-from-behinds than coming from behind on the last game in itself. So, yeah, that was uh, all due to the defense, not due to George Kittle, who just can't get the ball. Uh, yeah, just on the sailors quickly, they were pretty good, like I said. Mike Evans really got him back into the game with 26 from... Uh, Finally into form with a bit of Tom Brady back. Um, but, yeah, he probably lost it with his kicker and defense, which is very unusual for Skane. He's uh, normally gets heaps of points from them, but not many this week. Let's see if he makes some changes there. T-Bone, you want to do the uh, Battle of the Ends, Neville, nanas?
2: Yeah, the Battle of the Ends, and let me just say right off the top, the revenge of the pig has, uh, the pig, the pig has struck back over the weekend. So for the only one that doesn't know, I ended up somehow with some, what would have been delicious, triple-smoked, short-cut rash of bacon mysteriously appeared in my bag, <laughs> unbeknownst mm. to me on the weekend we've just had away. So, look, then it, dis- it was in there, then it was not in there. But all I could tell, the only evidence that there was that I had bacon in my bag was that my bag stunk like bacon. I go to fly home, and then what happens when we go through security? Because of my bag smells like bacon, it gets pulled over for a detailed search. <laughs> oh god! Yeah, I know. <laughs> revenge of the pig. Anyway, I well, thought that was that was good for me, pick. Well done. Like uh, like the banter. What happened to the bacon? Did it end up in your bed? I don't know. I think Mac chucked it out because it started to actually fester a bit and actually get <laughs> a little bit more smelly. Uh,
3: that is the classic, most classic pig thing. It actually put bacon in your bag. Good work, pig.
2: Oh, it, it, <sighs> well, I do rate it. It was good. Despite my obvious confusion at the time as to why there was bacon in my bag and why anyone would do it. Anyway, on this game. Start, should have um, struck
3: back with the T-bone steak. T-bone.
2: Bully, well, I actually have had that idea and now you've just published it to the <laughs> Masses on podcast, so I can't actually no, no. go through with it. Um, Professor Pig this week, uh, Hawkinson, enormous, as Willie's just said. So that basically got him over the line. Pitts, question marks around him, may find himself on the waiver wire this week. Uh, wouldn't be wouldn't be shocked if it did. Um, interesting topsy-turvy game as Willie's gone through, with like Natas and P- or Pitt, Natters especially, with those scores up and down, up and down. A num- both teams a number of disappointments and had their final uh, score propped up with a couple of individuals. So James Robertson only rushed eight times, 2.9 points. Deontay Johnson only rushed twice and caught two passes, 3.2 points. Jalen Waddle only scored 4.9 points after going 15, 34, and 13 the first three weeks. So disappointing and underwhelming, um, but Professor Pig just did enough. So uh, well done. Well done, Piggy.
3: Well done, pig. All right. Well, this is uh, what we've all been waiting for. There's been a bit of commentary around Nancaro's arrow in the group this week. Everyone's a bit on edge.
0: gang, this week's Arrow probably could have had a few dished out given it was the uh, the Bucks party weekend, but this week's going to Neville Smith. Not because he beat me, but uh, because there's a few things that might have occurred that deserved the Arrow. Uh, the first one being jumping uh, on my bed at 6 a.m. in the morning and slapping me. Um, that wasn't great. The second one, I'm sticking up for T-Bone here. Um, never good waking up. Uh, on a Bucks party, hung over as a dog at the best of times, but when you got 500 grams of uh, long rash of bacon <laughs> stuffed in your clothes, uh, that's not great. So, uh, look, sticking up for you there, uh, Tea Coke, in that one. But I guess more on a fantasy-related note, um, overheard at a bar on Chapel Street, probably around 1 o'clock in the morning, uh, Neville and a certain other contestant, uh, who I won't name, uh, but it's Mark Shetty. Uh, sitting there having a couple of beers and I just overheard a conversation about look I've got James Robinson you've got Travis Etienne let's see who's the better running back in a few weeks and who's higher on the ladder and let's uh, potentially facilitate a trade followed by a cheeky little fist bump no. so look there's a bit of a, a patent history there with uh, I guess the asterisks of uh, my mid-offens cheerleaders a few years ago with that uh, that questionable trade um, so look If there's another one on the cards, I reckon there's going to be a riot. So, Piggy, whatever your name is now, your arrow this week, mate. You've got a lift.
3: Wow. That is some serious accusations there. What do we think of that, boys?
1: Oh, boy. Insider information. We really like that. Um, Getting that kind of information. I'm all for it, Pig. Copy the arrow. Just keep doing you. Keep trying to get an advantage. That's what you do in this league. You've got to scrap. Put that bacon in bags. Mind games. Mind games. And then, you know, get a trade done. I'm all for it. I'm all for it. T-Bone? I
3: think uh, somehow T-Bone's not with us at the moment. but That might be good. This, <laughs> <laughs> that's, he's dropped out. Like he's listening. Hello, he's, he's, def- he's definitely there. I don't know what's happened to T-Bone. He
1: looks very puzzled.
3: But that is some serious accusation. Music, there is some... So- uh, Nah, no, I think he's dropped out. I think we might have to uh, take
2: a little. I think we might have to stop here.
3: A few moments later. What do you think of the arrow, T Bone?
2: That is, uh, look, concerning. I uh, don't really know what to think. I'm not overly happy. Um, this just confirms what we already knew when the two were living together in the pig pen—that there was collusion. And that led to the first two championships of them both, and now we're talking about collusion already. You're just someone caught him out, so I think there needs to be very swift disciplinary action from the yeah, league.
3: That's, uh, that's some serious accusations, and it definitely definitely brings that old trade back into focus again. I'm not sure, I'm uh, not really sure where to go with this, but uh, yeah, it's a I big one. That's one of the uh, biggest bombshells of an Arrow of all time, I think. What do you think,
2: of titles and points.
3: <laughs> Anything else to add, Hen?
1: No, just um, if the Pig Pen Walls could talk to us. I'm sure that conversation is very similar to what happened over in Melbourne.
3: Maybe we'll get a uh, special mailbag from Pig Pen hero Nick Chua. He, had, uh, he must have some ideas. Oh, <laughs> oh, oh no. boy,
1: he's, uh, I can ask him. I can yes.
3: Ask him. Anyway, on that note, we're moving on.
4: You've got mail. You've got mail. Milkman's
3: mailbag. Ah, oh, look, here we go. Best segment of the week, although after that arrow, I'm not sure how we're going to top that, but uh, we're going to do our best. So here we go. Like usual, Hen and T Bone haven't heard any of these, so love reaction. See if you've got anything left after that bombshell of an arrow
0: hey guys Skeeny here long time caller first time listener um i'm just hoping to get some insight into why t coke's name in the group chat has been changed to puddles and likewise why Marks is now uh, puddles junior i mean we can all accept that in NFL fantasy football, they wet the bed the whole time. So maybe that's the puddle you're referring to. Or was it perhaps that T-Bone once again wet the bed in a Bucks party? Thanks, guys.
3: Oh, bang, T-Bone. Hen and I weren't there, unfortunately.
2: But So uh, you're going to have to enlighten us on the old puddles, I think. Uh, how's your ear infection going there? Skinny is it all better now? Um, well, you could, look- we could also
3: hear that story, too, if you want.
2: Oh, you haven't you heard that story? no. Nah, nah. oh it was a it was a late withdrawal because he had an ear infection. That was oh, uh, no. I, I thought that was I thought that was common uh, common knowledge, hence the inclusion huh. of ear infection into my delightful poem. Yeah, um, that
3: also, also explains Neville's uh, new
4: ah,
1: group name. <laughs> that makes mean, a lot more sense. Infection infection was your only rhyming word there, too. Yeah, that was I was only <laughs> <Yeah, the, laughs> oh, so anyway, much yeah. better. we we're,
3: we're getting away from the real <laughs> Real issue here, Puddles.
2: (laughs) Uh, Look, not a lot to say, really. I think there was just a spilt something on the ground into a puddle. Uh, Let's move on. Oh, let's move on.
3: Look, I'm going to be honest. (laughs) I did some digging after I got that mailbag, and uh, I definitely got the answer. So for those that don't know, apparently T-Bone got a bit drunk, and as normally is the case, tried to go to the toilet and pissed all over the bathroom floor. So (laughs) didn't even make it to the toilet.
2: Well done, that's Puddleson. not that's not factually correct at all uh. if it's for the record that is not factually correct. <laughs> oh just boy. like you did just like you did piss in my cupboard t-bone that is not factually
3: correct all right now a uh, podcast what's becoming a podcast favorite here a mailbag favorite
1: hi it's the wife of a plus 14 and zero my question is about next year's super bowl it's rihanna's big comeback to live performing how do you think she's gonna go
3: Rihanna, Rihanna. I don't, she's asked, I don't normally go with Rihanna, but uh, you seem to be the pop expert, Annabelle. So, what do we think about Rihanna, Rihanna, whatever, as being halftime entertainment?
2: I uh, must admit, I haven't seen much of Rihanna's work. <laughs> <laughs> Any question,
1: Annabelle, <laughs> you're just like, ah, ooh, ah. <laughs>
3: <Yeah>. <laughs> 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 haven't, haven't heard much about Tom Brady. Haven't heard uh... about do you. Just not. Do you just not like a plus uh, fourteen and zero's wife, T Bone.
2: I'm just not really up-to-date with pop culture uh, at all. I think I think she's a showwoman, she's a though, and will absolutely nail it.
1: <laughs> oh, she'll bang it. She'll bang it in. Um, she'll be the queen of the desert in Arizona. Um, just in case you didn't know, that's where the Super Bowl will be. Annabelle knows that, of course. She knows a lot more than you, T-Bone. So we might get a female's perspective on the podcast full-time. Just kidding. But maybe. You never know. <laughs> maybe. You never know. Um, yeah. What? To yeah, great. But it's hard to top last years. Really, really hard. That was one of the best with Dre, Eminem, Kendrick. Like that was That was wow. good.
3: And like uh Mark's mum wasn't a big fan of that, but uh everyone else seemed to like it. Yeah, I don't know. I I heard that Taylor Swift was gonna do the performance, so I'm a little bit disappointed but I think she will put on a good show. And actually while we're on it, we didn't give a stinking answer to Annabelle's last question, but now it looks like Tom Brady and Giselle are actually going to break up. So I think she was on the money. I, I'm actually thinking maybe we get Annabelle on every week to do a little pop culture yeah. reference section of the uh, podcast. So Annabelle, keep them coming.
1: Please. Can we, we, need a, we can take this out of the mailbag, and this can be a complete section. This is segment. a lot better than all our other ones that we try and give <laughs> advice on. So this is what the listeners need.
3: All right. I think this is a bit of a longer one, so strap in.
1: Oh, boy. Hey there,
5: Pod. It's the coach of the Mancy medal-winning Burrows team here. Just wanted to check in after that uh, thrilling match um, to address uh, what we believe is a concerning trend in this league of underestimating um, the Burrows team. Um, And in that light, we've decided to bring on someone into the management of the team who understands what it means to lead a United team and also what it means to be underestimated. That's um, none other than uh, a good Labour man and friend of the boroughs, the 31st Prime Minister of Australia, Anthony Albanese. Here's a few words um, that he'd like to say in, on behalf of our team that he now uh, enjoys a leadership role in um, and to comment on the match today. Well, I've been underestimated my whole life. <laughs> my whole life has been one <laughs> whereby I haven't got a leg up. Uh, I've fought for everything that I've got. Uh, I have a long period in public life, Uh, I've learnt something new each and every day, Uh, I lead a team that's united, I lead a team that has plans for the future. This government, this government are still relying upon today, today another scare campaign based upon a lie. Well put, Albo, and all of those remarks equally applicable to the Burroughs team as they are to um, whatever Anthony does in his day job. But um, not sure why he referred to David's team as a government, but it was clear that their scare campaign around defensive scoring um, was ultimately ineffective. Uh, it seemed that the reverse mock was ultimately ineffective, and it seemed that ultimately their team was ineffective. Um we uh, welcome the comments of the pod uh, on our team in this Mancy uh, Bowl match. We welcome the comments of the peanut gallery that is the rest of this league. And uh, I guess we welcome you all to continue to underestimate our team because it's working out great for us. Thanks very much, boys. Well,
3: how about that Hello. old uh, elbow on the pod? What do you think of that, T-Bone? I never thought
2: that would end. Um <laughs> That's the, back to the arrow. Oh my god. You guys have a lot of you both have explaining to do. That is anyway, Oh, moving on. I couldn't help.
3: I can't, can't believe how uh, disappointed you are in that, Timo. That was that was I enjoyed that. Peace love, but <laughs> apparently Timo did not. Um yeah, I to be fair, you say we're underestimating you, but we all tipped you unanimously for the Nancy Meadow, and you uh, did deliver. So, yeah, Hen, do you have any closing thoughts on Albo?
1: No, it's just great to see our guest speakers really go far and wide on this podcast. And, um, yeah, I'm just Yara. stoked we got the great man. To say a few We're getting words.
3: a few. T-Bone, I think you'll like this next
5: one. Hello, podcasters. It's your boy, A-plus-14-0. and Zero. I've uh, fired up Jamal again for the week to answer some fun questions from history. First of all, I just wanted to congratulate you three for being the bottom three on the ladder. Well done. You guys are doing great work. Thanks. Thank you. So this week, Jamal Thanks, told me who has the most wins in Sammy Bowl history. And congratulations. It's T-Bone.
0: Oh, yeah. Bad luck to Neville. You're at the bottom, mate. See ya.
1: Wow. I Steven, you've you, got a bigger... I told you
2: I told I've been telling you for years even I told you that you already knew that that was true I know and you've been ignoring me and discounting it and saying it's not true since then well you, you think... have told me you've been telling yeah. me it's true everyone else is telling you it's a lie but it's also it's true but how many championships you got to show for it uh zero but I have a very good overall win percentage um so it just shows I'm a very good fantasy coach
3: you average seven point seven wins a season, so it's nothing super outstanding. Although the pig apparently averages six per season, so and but somehow the pig has one championship, and you know T Bone has zero.
2: The pig also colluded for
3: his championship, and it should be. <laughs> I don't think he. I don't think he did. That was the other way around, wasn't it? And what do you think of uh, T Bone? Um,
1: yeah, well, um, you got to win the big dance, there, T Bone.
3: Yeah, I feel like you normally win about the first five games of the year, t and then just fall off a cliff.
2: Well, maybe something different this year because I'm 2-2, uh, two and two, so I'm not going to do that. <laughs>
3: All right, we've got our last mailbag, and it is from a new caller, new listener.
4: Hello, this is Thomas. I'm a new listener to the program. really enjoying <laughs> the insights <laughs> yes. about fantasy football, and just your league in general. You know? I have a couple of questions I'd like to ask just to uh, get a better understanding of three as hosts. and uh, the rest. So can you please give some more context to the nicknames that are uh, commonly referred to during the podcast, um, such as the pig, where did that come from? It's not very endearing and I feel like uh, somewhat insulting. Um, <laughs> and my second question is, um, can you please for me on which NFL team and college football
3: team you support and why. Thanks, Goody. First 1st call, first time caller. I'm disappointed you didn't start with the uh, long-time listener first time caller like everyone else did. But uh, yeah, you uh, have a couple of questions there. Han, do you want to yeah, explain well, the pig
1: nickname? Um, I think it just uh, dates back to a time where we lived together and me and him would both. Well, a lot of us at that that age would come home after a night out and would just look at each other on a Sunday and just be like, "Ugh, what are <laughs> we? We're just a bunch of pigs." And then I just really got behind it at the Footy Club, pushed everyone onto pig, 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 and then I think it was solidified um, in America. <coughs> oh, yeah, it was solidified in America. Well, he really took over the persona and started squealing random. <laughs> Randomly oh, when he was drunk. We
3: gotta get that video out one day.
1: And um we decided to on Thanksgiving to give the hostel what they needed and that was a a pig freshly cooked in a sense, uh tied up tied up with an apple in their mouth and pig pig <laughs> oh, did just no. that. And oh. he really um, took on the persona of the nickname Pig and became a pig. So that's where that came from. In terms of um who my t- my teams are, it's Green Bay Packers. Best quarterback, Aaron Rodgers. And for my college team, I'm going to go the Memphis Tigers just because I went to one of their games, and that's about the only reason. What about you guys?
2: Um, the Los Angeles Chargers for me, um, look, Relatively oh. new fan of a long time, a long time fan um, of one one year, um, one year, like general, four weeks. Yeah, well, it's a, it is in the first year, so I'm rounding up. Um, didn't have a team before this year, so I just a, bit of a general fan. Thought I would try and fire one and found one on the West Coast with a good young quarterback that uh, has games at reasonable times I can watch. Um, no yeah. college team.
3: Fair enough. And uh, yeah, I'm Washington basically because of RG3 and it was the worst decision of my life. Uh, (laughs) The one one year that Washington showed you some promise was probably the first year that I was following NFL closely and yeah, fell into the trap. And yeah, college, I don't really have a team. Clemson, if I had to really say, or maybe the Florida Gators, Tim Tebow, but yeah, a huge team. College, I really wish I'd had one, but anyone but Texas A&M. Because fuck the pig. All right, uh, that uh, wraps up the mailbag for this week. It's a big one. And yeah, on to the next segment.
0: Next week's preview.
1: All right, let's check in on the tip tracker before we get into our tips and um, predictions for next week. Um. This week, T Bone and myself went three out of five, and Woolie, keeping with his dismal scores, got a two out of five. <laughs> um, and for a total, Wooly's now on the bottom with a total of six. T Coke with seven, and me with ten. Um, yeah, let's get straight into it.
3: Let's uh, let's fly through these because we are going a long long time.
1: Yeah, um, Alfie verse Mark. Uh, Alfie, Mark
4: doesn't have anyone
1: to
2: collude with this
3: week. <laughs> I'm also thinking Alfie. Actually, honestly, I actually think Alfie is the probably the team to beat at the moment. So, yeah, I can't see him getting beaten by Mark.
1: Yep, three for Alfie. Um, yeah, he's got the whole family involved on this podcast and his NFL team, so we'll get that done. As okay, Genie versus Nanas.
2: Uh, the yo yo that is Nana's keeps uh, bounces back up to an enormous score this week and beats Skeeny.
1: Yeah, great analogy, T-Bone. Nana's for me as well. Uh, Skeeny for me. Um, Ooh. Maples, the bacon, and uh, maple syrup. Maples and pig, who you got? Uh,
2: maples, Hawkinson will not get 36 points again. So,
4: Maples.
3: Yeah, I think you're right there, T-Bone. But I reckon I've got the. Pig just going to keep chugging along, get Hubby. Uh, he's going to get a low score against him like has been the case every week this year, and, yeah, he'll get the win.
1: T-Coke, your best chance of getting your name near the semi-bowl is through Neville. It's the only way you can do it. <laughs> um, so I'm tipping the pig. Uh, now it's uh, me versus Tislav. t
2: Uh I think you win, Hen. Um T-Slav, I had him power ranked
3: quite low for a reason. I think you're going to mop the floor with him. I reckon uh, t Slab is going to get up. He's got the support of Anthony Albanese, which is a big one. in victory.
1: I'm um, always back myself. Winners always back themselves, so I'm going with myself. Um, Willie and T-Bone, another intrapod rivalry. Uh, T-Bone?
3: I reckon in a very dismal and uninspiring performance, I just win. you yeah. uninspiring performances is your forte, T Bone. Uh, I'm going to pick you though as well. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, put- I'm going to pick puddles. Uh, JT's buddy injured. <laughs> Russell Wilson's injured on Thursday. No, it's not going to be a good Thursday for me. I'm going to go uh, go with you. And
1: I'm going to go woolly. I reckon Swift is out for another week, so I think. You can run Pearson, and um, Williams as well, and you'll be fine.
2: Yeah, fair enough.
3: T-bone, do we, uh, are we going to do a bet on this game? Are we going to do, do a cream pie?
2: Oh, we can have a cream pie bet if you
3: like. All right, let's do a cream pie. Then I might owe you both a cream pie. We've got to do that. No, we've got a slap
1: of... um No, you can't slap the bacon in each other's face. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well,
3: what else, else could we do?
1: What else could we do? Um... We we'll start with the pie. About it. and the pie we'll is think. coming. The pie is the pie coming. Is,
3: the pie is coming. We'll go with the pie, and then we'll, we'll come we'll up with some better bets later on. All
5: right. Or start.
1: All right, we are starting sit We'll rotate through. I've got the QBs to start. Um, I'm going with Carson Wentz. I think he's got a good matchup this weekend. He's a QB on the waivers um, that you can get. Most other people are just playing one QB anyway. Um, I think he'll maybe produce something like he did in the early weeks if he doesn't get sacked as much. Um, For my sit, uh, just Tom Brady, purely because he's on Mark's team, and I don't want him to retire yet. So that's the only reason for his health and safety. (laughs) <laughs> Fair. Um, RBs, Willie
3: uh, My start for the Maples is Mo Sanders, I think that Hen's been trying to get him to play him every week Feels like they've played Mo Sanders once this year for his shit score when only got about four or something and the other three times he's been on the bench for 2015 to 20 so yeah, by Mo Sanders uh, My sit is going to be Claude Bitteler, bad player, bad matchup Nah, just joking Alfie. I can uh, see the steam coming out of your ears from here. My actual uh, my actual sit is Michael Carter. Mark, why are you starting Michael Carter in a ten team league? He surely there's someone better than that. So yeah, sit Michael Carter. Um T Bone wide receivers. A few moments
5: later.
2: Tyler Boyd, the start of the sorry, there's a little bit of technical difficulty there. Uh Tyler Boyd, start of the week for me. Um For the Maples, I reckon he's been involved in the game a fair bit. And uh, Baltimore have allowed the most points to wide receivers across the league. So he should be involved and uh, get a good score for you. Sit of the week, uh, Russell Gage. So healthy Goblin and Julio, low volume for Gage so far. It's been a bit of an interesting usage for him. But I reckon, don't know who's headed. You got him, Hen? Um,
1: Yeah, he won't be on there.
2: He won't be starting. Yep, so taking my advice and sitting him.
1: Yeah, we'll go with that. <laughs> um, into the tight ends. I like um, Cameron Brady. I'm not sure if he'll play yet, just based on concussion protocol. But before he got concussed, I just have a feeling that he's going to become Tom Brady's boy. He's going to try and replace Gronkowski. And I just, yeah, I really like him. I really like he did him. Look, so, um, he did look good. If to he's me, available. Man. Yeah, just through the center of the field, Just, I think he's going to be that. Know 10 yard pass down the middle, and got lots of targets. And yeah, the concussion held back half his game. Um, so if he's not sitting out, I'll probably sit him, uh, start him. And to sit, I'll go Frymouth. He's got a tough matchup this weekend, he's done well, but I'll probably sit him. T bone oh no, I've got him. Oh, That's all right, you crap. can play him, mate. It's just my shitty advice.
3: Make a, make a decision, T bone Kickers, oh no. Kickers. I'm going to take kickers seriously, unlike you two, Spuds. Um, <laughs> I have Greg the Leg, who now apparently plays for the Jets. Uh, I reckon he can probably blast a couple of fifty yarders, and he'll be a bit more accurate than you were when you were trying to aim for the toilet, old puddles. Why? <laughs> um, anyway, my so that's my start of the week. My sit of the week is Chase McLaughlin. First of all, skinny, disrespectful to play. The Rodrigo rocket ship Blankenship's replacement on the field. You can't, uh, you can't do that. Second of all, we play for Indy. They don't even score a point sometimes. And yeah, you call yourself a kicker expert, but Chase McLaughlin, whoever the hell he is, don't play him again. T Bone, defenses.
2: Uh yeah. Look, don't care a lot. Uh, probably start the Eagles if you've got them. Top scoring defense around the league. Um, don't pick up Detroit off the waivers.
3: Good to see you put a lot of effort into that, T Bone.
2: I, I picked up. The, uh, I had two waivers in for defense and got one of them, and that was for the Vikings. So they're a good start. And who was the other t- team I've been on? I don't know. Someone else picked up a defense I've been on and didn't get it. So yeah, Jackson, well done though, to I them. An yeah, I've, been, well. I've been on the Jags. So they're also a good start. Start the Jags if you picked them up.
3: <laughs> it's nothing like just making <laughs> it up as you go, team Let us know. Do you want the sit and start or is it just a load of crap? Let us know let's in the just,
2: comments. Let's just get rid of the defenses. They suck. Anyway.
1: All right, boys, I reckon, um, just like Tom Brady and Giselle, we're done here. Any closing comments, T-Bone?
2: Yeah, uh, Pig and Mark, mailbag and explain yourselves. That is questionable at best.
4: Yeah,
3: definitely very very questionable. I'd love to hear a mailbag explaining that one. Yeah, apart from that, T-Bone, good luck.
2: Thanks, mate. Uh, I certainly will need it, as will you. Probably the lowest score of the year between us two,
1: I reckon. And, Willie, I'll see you on Friday for a cream pie to the face. Oh, yeah, video uh.
3: coming. <laughs> Hopefully, T-Bone will be getting one, too. Uh, yeah.
1: Oh, boy. Cream pie to the face. Thanks
5: for listening to the official Sammy Ball podcast. See you again next week.